0: I was incredibly horny and told myself it was true love, great passion, high romance. So, I left my husband and four-year-old son in Amsterdam and went to Nice with Stefan. It was the end of August. I had a lot to learn. We had been in Nice a few days when Stefan said, Tonight, we're going to meet Albert. Go, get your hair done. He put money in my hand. I'll wait for you on the beach. When you're done... We'll go buy you some new clothes. So I was finally going to meet the big man. It was about time. I was really curious. Stefan never talked very much, but when he did, Albert always turned up in the conversation. After I got my hair done, Stefan took me shopping. He took me to the expensive boutiques on Avenue Jean medecine We went into a shop with Yves Saint Laurent dresses and Gucci bags in the window. A glamorous woman waited on us. Stefan told her what kind of dress he was looking for. She eyed me for size and came out with an absolutely stunning creamy white dress. It had a tight-fitting bodice with thin straps and a loose, flowing skirt. Stefan nodded. Go, try it on. It fit perfectly and looked divine. I couldn't believe it was me. I'd always wanted to look like that. When I came out to show Stefan, he said... That will be okay for tonight, but now you need some more clothes. He bought me sexy lace underwear, new shoes and a bag to match, designer jeans, a slew of t-shirts, a new bikini, skinny white pants and a white jacket. I couldn't believe how much money he was spending. Once everything was packed up, we went back to the hotel. Go, put on your makeup, Stefan said. We're going to have dinner with Albert. I took my time. It was hard to get used to the feeling of luxury, clothes, money, the Riviera. I felt guilty about running out on my husband and son and having a good time. Stefan was satisfied with the way I looked. When we got to the door of our suite, he said, Give me your panties. I took them off. They were the beautiful new lace ones he had just bought me. He put them in his pocket. Let's go, he said. Down on the street, a limousine was waiting for us. The chauffeur opened the door, and we got in. As we drove along, Stefan put his arm around me and kissed me on the neck. I want you to do whatever Albert wants, he said softly in my ear, even though the chauffeur could not possibly hear us through the glass that separated him from us. Do you understand? What do you mean? I asked in surprise. Well, he may not want anything, but then again, he might want to bed you. He has before with other women I've known. But, I started to say, Stefan put his fingers to my lips. He was blonde, muscular, and divinely beautiful. I was madly in love with him. Or so I thought. Don't ask me why. If you really feel as you say about me, you'll do what I ask. I trembled all over. This was an unexpected turn of events. Not how i had imagined things would be. I'd never been to bed with a man I didn't know, just like that. But it was strange and exciting to be sitting on the back seat of a limousine in a marvelous dress with no panties on. Stéphane put his hand up my dress. The moisture between my legs embarrassed me. We pulled up before a posh-looking restaurant, but Stéphane did not remove his hand. Instead, he kissed me long and passionately on the mouth. Inside the restaurant, Stefan asked the maitre d' for Mr. Giovanti's table. In French. Stefan spoke French and German, much better than he spoke English. I always spoke English with him because my French wasn't very good and I couldn't speak German at all. We were shown to a corner table with a marvelous view. There was no one there. We had arrived first. The maitre d' said Albert just called and said he would be arriving at 8:30. Stefan ordered champagne. As we sat sipping champagne, I looked at Stefan. My heart skipped a beat. What was it about him that just drove me crazy? I couldn't explain it to myself. And now that things seemed to be moving in an unexpected direction, I really wanted to see the man who was the cause of it all. Did I trust Stefan with my life? Definitely not. But I loved being with him. He was my very own blonde Adonis, strong, muscular, and very self-contained. Because of him, I was on the Riviera, sitting in a fancy restaurant, drinking champagne in an expensive dress with no panties on, waiting to meet a man who might make unusual demands of me. It was hard to believe that I was just an ordinary woman with a little son. What had happened to me? Stefan was wearing a white jacket with an elegant pale blue shirt. His blonde hair, which fell softly across his broad forehead, was cut slightly shorter than when I first met him. His suntan, ah, just looking at him, I felt it again, that jolt of energy. He radiated such life force. Why did I want him so? I already had him, but still I wanted him, wanted more. It was insane. A dark-haired man approached our table, and I knew at once it was Albert. I tingled inside with fear and anticipation. He was an attractive man, a strong man, not beautiful like Stefan, but handsome, with a certain fierceness one couldn't overlook. Stefan was standing up, and they embraced each other, as brothers will do when they haven't seen each other for a long time. All I knew was that they spent time together in Vienna when they were young. Albert, whose parents were Italian, was six or seven years older than Stefan. They met when Stefan, who was Austrian, came down from the mountains to go to the university. To support himself, he worked as a student intern at Albert's father's offices in Vienna. It was there they met. At the time, Stefan was a total innocent, and Albert took my blonde Adonis under his wing. Which earned him Stefan's undying loyalty. Albert had his arm around Stefan. He was taller than Stefan. The contrast between them was striking. Albert was tall, dark, and very aristocratic looking, while Stefan was truly a blonde hunk with the most amazing sky blue eyes. I started to stand up, too. Albert turned to me. Ah, so this is Rachel, he said and took my hand and kissed it. Please, please, sit down. Stefan has told me about you. I hope you are enjoying your stay here. We sat down. Albert touched my hair as if it was his natural right, as if he had known me for years. The waiter approached, and we ordered. Then Albert began talking to Stefan in German. He glanced at me and said, Just business, my dear. I'm sure you understand. I was happy to be left out happy I couldn't understand a word they were saying. I tried to collect myself, but when I looked at Albert, my heart beat rapidly and I felt dizzy. I was nervous but also filled with glee because here was real, raw adventure and it was happening to me. Everything was uncertain. I felt alive and tingled all over. The food arrived and Albert ate and talked with Stefan the whole time. Stefan had a small pad beside his plate. "'and occasionally made a note. "'He didn't say much. "'Then Albert said, "'Please give Mr. Hadid my apologies "'for being unable to meet him tonight. "'Make some excuse about me being called away suddenly, "'and give him this. "'Albert took a white thin envelope out of his pocket "'and gave it to Stefan. "'It's a personal invitation to Hadid "'to come to Cape Ferrat with his wife. "'You know how important he is to our new setup in Egypt.' "'Stefan didn't look particularly happy.' Why had Albert changed his plans? Then the thought hit me. Was it because of me? My head spun. Drinking on an empty stomach always affected me like this. I was getting carried away as one drama after another unfolded in my head. But being with men like them, I just couldn't think straight and frankly didn't care. Albert had curly jet black hair, cut very elegantly and close to the head. He had a strong Italian face, not so magazine handsome as Stefan, but more alive, more special, more refined, and more degenerate. His lips were slightly swollen, as if he had tasted every pleasure. He dressed immaculately, a light beige suit, a tight-fitting vest, a beautiful silk shirt with gold cufflinks. <laughs> Was I behaving like a sex-starved maniac?" My husband, Jan, and I had a good life, or so I told myself. Once, I thought I loved him, and I knew I loved my son. But now, I wasn't sure I loved my husband anymore. Somehow, there had been a lack. Or was it just the routine and utter boredom of being a mother and a wife that had gotten to me? No matter how great I kept telling myself my life was, there was just too much information coming into my head about all the beautiful people and women who were having a great time exploring life and expanding their boundaries. And there I was, stuck and feeling smothered with a boring, small-minded husband in the boring routine of my little life. Sooner or later, I had to go crazy from the sheer frustration of it. And when I met Stefan, I did. I knew, of course, that respectable, grown-up women didn't do what I was doing. They kept their frustrations and raging desires under control. There might be no excuse for my conduct, but there sure as hell were a lot of explanations. And besides, I was having a great time.